I'm your host, Mitch, and with me, as always, is Joe. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh. No? No, I don't know how it works. It's made up like all religions. <laughs> yeah. yes. No, uh, yes, so, day seven. You know the gist now. If you got this far, if this is your first episode, stop right now. Go back to- Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> go back to at least day one of this run, but if you can, go back to episode one of like four years ago, because it was really good. So was this one, but- the Christmas ones are great. They are. We always have a lot of fun with the Christmas ones. Yeah, because it's it's this time of year, and it's just crazy because we get to see each other every day for mm-hmm. almost two weeks, and it's nearly Dennis Walter time. Is it Carol's by Carol's candlelight? But Dennis. But then Marina Pryor gets out as well with her... With her plastic face. Yeah, I was about to say her surgically enhanced face. But well, as Chris Fresh calls it, stung by bees face. <laughs> yes, yes. So anyway, anyway, let's move on. So yesterday we watched Melissa and Joey. Did you watch any more since? Not yet. You didn't go off and... Like, no. Well, we couldn't I, find a box set. It came out last night. So. No. I did look for some online though. Yeah. And I think I found a site that's got some. Oh, sweet. So I'll be watching it. All right. I just need to find some time. Oh, fair enough. That's busy. what I want for Christmas time. Yes. Too busy yes. wrapping presents and getting, yeah. yeah. That, that was the worst beatboxing I've ever heard. That was, oh, is that what it was? I thought yeah. that was the sound of you pulling tape out of a dispenser. No, no. Anyway. So, today we are mostly watching, I'm trying to work out where we got the idea of just sitcoms. Was it my desire to watch more of this? It could have been. I think it was, actually. I, I think what it was, was we had about ten things down, and then we decided that of those ten things, eight of them were sitcoms, so we Let's nixed a couple and found a few more. And I have been thinking about this show for a while now going, I really want to watch that again. I hope it holds up because I used to love it. And that show is Night Court. Now, do you remember Night Court? I do. I used to watch this a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Because it was that sort of... Adult show. Yeah. It was slightly risque. Mm. And watching it again now, it was a bit more risque than I remember. Yes, because we were watching it with your son in the room and going, please be good, please be good. And the first joke John Larroquette said was talking about a prostitute that would um, basically not piss on you, but, you know, something to that like. <laughs> yeah. It was like, i got to throw water and this and that on somebody. It's like, oh, God, I know a woman who'd do that for 40 bucks. Yes. Not exactly something you want to be watching with your 10-year-old in the room. No, no. But yes, I love this show from memory. Like mm. It's like maybe that was my transitional show. No, I don't want to watch Cheers. I don't want to watch Murphy Brown. Night Court is my show. Why? Because it's adult and it's quirky. It had surreal, weird elements to it. And Marky Post is freaking hot. Even with that helmet hair, she was oh, still that's hot. That's what makes her hot. <laughs> no, I yeah, really love Marky Post. I'm doing some research that today. She didn't even get in it till season three. So obviously I didn't care or watch season one or two. But it went for nine seasons. Hmm. That's a long time. It's a very long time. Do you remember when it was on? What time? I think it was on late. late? So I think it yeah. was like not prime time. I think it was sort of the 9.30 sort of no, slot. I think it more 10.30, like after things. It was hmm. sort of like when anyone else had gone to bed, I'd watch it kind of. That's when I I remember watching it. it was, I think it was on earlier earlier in the run. Yeah, maybe they were reruns. The late eighties, early nineties, it was put on at that late ten thirty period or something. Because hmm. that's when I remember watching a lot of it. I can definitely remember watching it during high school. So, well, should you be, shouldn't you be studying? Well, no. I mean, I was of that age when I was watching it. Although the episode that we watched tonight was from nineteen eighty eight, so I don't know how much I would have watched in high school. Although this is from season six, so maybe there was a little bit there. Hmm. It's kind of funny because. When we were watching this, going, please be good, please be good, please be good. And we laughed pretty much in the first two minutes. Like, just Bull. Bull. The character yep. Bull, which is the bald-headed uh, bailiff of the court. He sort of walked in with a very small Santa outfit on. And it was just funny, straight away. <laughs> but John Larroquette did his quirky lines, or, you know, his snide, li- snide lines. And I was like, yeah, this is the show I remember. Yeah. This is good. And just when the opening credits kicked in, that just opening riff of the music, I was like, ah, oh, that's what I remember too. Yeah. It was cool. And it was funny because we were watching away and then it's Christmas Day. 
at the court or Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. Christmas Eve. Bull is collecting toys for the to- Toys for Tots program and everyone's donating that. There's the snarky black woman, which is the Ros- other Bayless, Roz. I think she was the first introduction to that snarky black character that you see in most sitcoms. Yeah, because she's definitely the forerunner for the character in Community. Yeah. She's definitely like a precursor to Wanda Sykes and those sort of characters. Yeah. Not that she's a character, she's an actress, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The sassy black woman. Yes. And the girl from Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, the, yeah, so, yeah, um, we've got Roz, and then there is John Larroquette, who plays the... Prosecutor? prosecutor? He's the arsehole one, anyway. Mm. You know, he's, he's sort of not a nice guy. He's out for himself, has a proclivity for dominatrixes and prostitutes and a womanizer and all those sort of things. Then you've got Marky Post, and she plays the opposing lawyer. Yep. And then you've got Judge Harry, who is the, the judge, obviously. Mm. And pretty much that's the regular cast. And then you've got the clerk of the court as well. Yeah. I, I really should know the names, but I don't. So then there's the main characters, and the premise for Night Court is it's literally a court that runs at night. I don't know if this is a real thing or not. I assume it is. It seemed like they were mainly covering like petty cases that but weren't small. good enough. Yeah, yeah but it's, uh, it happens court. at night, uh, uh, overnight. So I guess it runs, you know, someone gets arrested at 10 o'clock at night, you get it over and done with quickly. It could be. I, as I said, I, I don't I, know. I've never heard or seen since that this is a real thing that actually happens. Hmm. But it's a, it's a cool idea because a lot of the comedy comes from the court cases that go in front of the judge. So you've got, you know, for and against. You've got the opposing lawyers doing what they do and you've got the characters that they get, you know, a lot of drunken disorderlies and strange things. Like there was one case in tonight's episode where it's sort of like, oh, this is a guy who runs big bad toy company or whatever. And this is another guy who runs an opposing toy company in the fact that he steals them. <laughs> and he steals them and sells his product. It's cool. And Judge Harry is, is a bit of a comedian. He's sort of a young magician trope who loves his jazz. He's got he's a quirk. He's a, he'd be a hipster in yeah. modern day things today. He reminded, reminded me a lot of Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Hmm, okay, I saw a lot of Adam Savage in him. Maybe okay. it's the fact that he was wearing that fedora. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, so I just, I don't know what I loved about the show. Besides Marky Post, I definitely know I love that. And Bull was kind of funny as the giant man-child, I guess. Yeah. It's it's a Christmas episode, so they're all getting ready, doing the Toys for Tots for Christmas and all that. And they were talking about doing a gift exchange. And John Larroquette goes, we're giving each other presents. It's like, remember, we drew names. So they were doing Kris Kringle back in the day. I didn't know about Kris Kringle until only a few years ago. Really? When I first started work, which was in 1990, we did Kris Kringle. Oh, okay. There you go. Shows I've how far I am behind in my Christmas shit. Mm-hmm. I just buy for everyone. I'm just more ah, generous. There you go. Yeah. Back in the day when I first started Chris Kringle, it wasn't even you picked one person out of a hat. You just bought a present and then someone stuck their hand in a bag and just took generic present out. Oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Stealing sounded even better than that. Oh, it's much more fun. Yeah. So anyway, the premise on this one is that this guy stole a truck load of toys from a toy company and that was all well and good. So they're, they're, they're seeing to that case in the courtroom and then they're going, hold off on that because he gets a phone call and it's like the evidence is gone. They go, what do you mean? It's like someone stole the truck. Now, what happened was Bull, the man-child, mistakenly thought that the toys were for the TOTS program and took them and just delivered them to needy kids. Yeah, so he and Roz, the other bailiff, have gone out and distributed the stolen toys. So they're going, all right, you're going to have to bring it back. And, And Bull can't remember. Because he is a man child. Yep. And it's like, I don't know. And then Roz is like, I do know, but I'm not going to do it. And I go, well, I'm going to have to put you in jail. It's like, well, that's fine. I'll go to jail. I'm not going to take it away from those kids. If you they're needy and they need those toys more than he needs it. And the guy who runs owns the toy company is an asshole. 
like he's yelling at everyone, telling them all to do their job and screaming. He's, he's not a nice person. Hmm. So that all plays out. So Roz ends up in jail. There's back and forth with sort of scenarios. But also visiting Harry is his dad, played by none other than Gomez Adams himself, John Aston. Now, I remembered when John Aston turned up, I was like, that's right, he was his dad. I remember an episode where he was flying out a window at the end of it or something. It was really weird. I just mentioned that to you at the time. But yeah. I remember this episode. And chatting away. Now, the thing with his dad is his dad is nuts. Yeah. Well, both parents are nuts in yep. the canon of the story. And I think they said he was on day release from, from the Saint Ward or yes, something. Yes, he yeah. is from a mental institute. And he does weird stuff. So he's like decorating the Christmas marlin. Like while Harry's at work doing his judgy stuff, he goes, I'll decorate the room. It's all good. So he got the broccoli out and was decorating the Christmas marlin. As you do. He is from a mental institution. Hmm. So that, 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 you see, going back and they're going, oh, it is going to go away. And it's like, oh, Dad, you're here. Okay. You didn't have any plans, did you? And he goes, no, 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 it's all sort of good. And he goes, oh, you did have plans, didn't you? It's okay. I can hang out with my mate Nick. It's all good. And they're going, you know, you're imagining Nick's an, an imaginary friend or something. There is no Nick. You don't see him. Hmm. So it plays out. Then the scenario back with the kids' toys comes back again, where it's like the person in charge of the Toys for Tots program comes back with all the sad-looking children with their toys saying, we heard about Roz. We don't want her to be in jail. So here you go. Here's all the toys coming back. So, and John Larroquette is famous for being the, the asshole character in this, where he's heartless. He's all this, and he actually has a go because you know they were hoping that the guy would come around and yeah. say, "Oh, you can keep the toys. It's okay." And no, he's just a prick. He just <laughs> wants those toys back. And even John Larroquette goes on a, an amazing rant at him, so sort of saying, "You are deplorable." And has a go at him and all that and he goes and if you have any idea the insult that you're getting from who you're getting it from and the type <laughs> of character that I am you would be amazed and it was so true but it's like it's a season six episode so yeah. therefore you know it's there's six years of building up building, the John Larry yeah. ca- character for this this rant that it was uh, pretty cool to see this one and no he's still an asshole and it's all good and then John Aston comes in again and they said oh Mr. whatever your name is Mr. Funko Toys you're going to then she goes oh I've got a present for you he's got a couple of bags of toys and he goes, what? You don't know me. And he goes, here you go. This is for you. And he goes, oh. And he sort of cracks the shits and leaves. And then you hear off screen some tears and screams. And they go out and have a look. And he's there. And he's like, give them the toys. Give all the kids the toys. Just, just, yeah, just drop the charges. It. Yeah, just drop it. And they go, well, what happened? He goes, oh, look. And he pulled out of the box the gift that he was given. It was a little. And he goes, what is it? A yo-yo? And he goes, not just any yo-yo. It's a 1955 red dot, blah, 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 blah. And they go, what? And? and he goes, this is what I wanted when I was 11 years old. This is the only thing I wanted. And I, I absolutely. This is amazing. And I, I never, well, my parents never bought it for me. It's like, why not? And it's like, I never told them. I only told one person that was Santa. And they're going, oh. And he leaves. And it's like, oh, okay. So, charges the drop. The kids get their toys. Everyone's happy. They all go back to just sort of talking outside of Harry's office for a second. They're going, oh, that's, that, how, that was weird. How did he have the actual, you know? Yeah. How did he get that how toy? How did he get the actual toy that he always wanted? That's so, so bizarre. And they're going, well, your dad's friend, he did say was Nick. He's like, as in Saint Nick. I was like, mm. And that's sort of weird. And then they go in, they talk, and there he is putting the last of the broccoli up on the Christmas marlin. And he's sort of saying, oh. And they go, we're just wondering, your, your friend Nick. Yeah. And they go, yeah, what about him? And he goes, oh, they think he, he he might be Santa Claus. And they go, and I'm the one locked up inside. You know, <laughs> he's like playing. I was like, what are you talking about? And they go, no, no, no. He's just my yeah. mate Nick. Is, is he a portly gentleman? Yeah, and he goes, oh. And they go, would you say he was jolly? And he goes, oh, more whimsical. Yeah. And he goes, oh. But he has got a bit of a weight problem. And I think he has a big white beard to cover up his double chin. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks out and he goes, oh, that could explain it, actually. And they go, what? He's red convertible. <laughs> it sort of just plays out and he walks out and all that sort of thing. And then they all, a bit of the will they, won't they sort of marky post 
Judge Harry kiss under the mistletoe sort of they've been pushing for a couple of years. Because every sitcom needs a little bit of sexual tension. Yeah. And she sort of leaves. He sits down for a bit of nog. Yep. As you do. Of the egg variety. Yep. And then he hears a, a message from his dad. Or his dad says, oh, Harry, do you need a lift? And he goes, oh, I'm cool, Dad. And he sort of looks around and goes, where is he? And he looks out the window. And there he is with a very Santa Claus looking dude in a convertible floating outside the window. Yeah. Which is what I remember. Remember exactly one episode that I said. I remember this scene, and yeah. And then he goes, "What? What the fuck?" And he goes, "No, I'm right. Thanks, Dad." And he didn't realize. And then he goes, "Hang on." And then yeah, by the time he looks around again, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like I loved it. It's like it was good to go back. Yeah, I, there was a reason I wanted to go back and watch this show. Yeah, and I would definitely try and find some more. Much fun. It was, and it was punchy. There wasn't a lot of downtime in this episode. No. It was pretty much, they got to the point. There was the opening sort of little gags about other court cases with the carolers yep. being, you know, wanting to roast someone's chestnuts and yep. just generally being that sort of premise set up that, hey, this is a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Then we had straight into the, the court case, not a lot of wasted time. Nope. There was a little bit of, say, character building with Rose talking about how she really wanted to give the toys to the kids because she, she was got that a little bit underprivileged. Recipi- yeah. She received them. She did when she was younger, and yep. you know that changed who she was. So she wanted to do, you know, pay it forward for other kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it had some great lines from John Larroquette. Mm-hmm. There was the, the scene where he turned up with the sort of bimboy looking girl <laughs> yes. with the box full of baubles. Yes, and they go, "What were you doing? We were doing our decorations, putting our putting up our decorations." Yeah, and they go, "Why aren't they on the tree?" It's like, "What tree?" Yeah, and <laughs> Marky Post was holding on to them while they said that. She quickly put it back in the box and was like, "I've got to go wash my hands." Yeah. So I, I like that sort of subtlety, mm. I guess. Yeah, it, it just has, it has heart and it's funny and mm. it's clever, but it's not super clever. It's not as that old as I remember, as far as you know, Murphy yeah. Brownie sort of stuff. Yeah, or exactly. Frasier. But yeah, maybe it is. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's something that, again, I would probably go back and watch other episodes to see if they still hold up. Yeah, I'd say let's go to Kmart, but I know I won't be there. No. No. You'd have to go to JB Hi-Fi probably. No, I don't uh, they're not open this late. No. Well, it is late when we're recording. You can listen whenever you want. Yeah. Maybe JB Hi-Fi is open when you're listening to this and you should run out there now and get them. Yeah. Cool. But, yes. All right. So, did it have the tropes? Let's go through the checklist. Was it on Christmas? It was on Christmas. Yes, it yep. was. There was nog. Yes, so that's our new trope. There was new nog. Trope, nog. But, but there, there was no Brussels sprouts, but there was Christmas broccoli. There was. Which is a new one, which yeah. I don't think will ever come up again. Technically, it wasn't part of the meal, though. That was part of the decoration. The decoration that's true. So we, that's can, true. we can give a tick for trimming the tree and doing decorations. Well, it's not a tree. No. It's a Christmas marlin. Christmas marlin. But that's Not okay. a shark, because no. that's for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, there was decorations. There was exchanging of gifts. Yeah, talk of. And the kids got all the gifts. So yeah. Yes. Yep. That's the exchange of gifts. Mm-hmm. There was no snow, was there? No. But then most of this episode takes indoors. place indoors. Correct. Yes. There was definitely conflict mm-hmm. because it's a courtroom. You yes. can't have a courtroom without conflict. <laughs> no. But no religion. No religion. Mm. Bad religion? No religion. No religion. Mm-hmm. So, ticks off a lot of boxes. Yep. Definitely a Christmas episode. And entertaining. It did. Yep. I really enjoyed this. Yes. I got some laughs. Less than I, I caught podcast. I wouldn't say I got huge laughs, but there was consistent laughs. No, I got good laughs. You yeah. were in the kitchen a little bit. I was, making you ice cream. Yeah. Because that's what happens. But, anyway, Christmas, definitely a Christmas episode. Christmas and is fuck. Yeah, I'm glad we watched it. Bring it on. Hmm. Look forward to more Night Court talk. Yeah. As you said, maybe we should start a Night Court well, podcast. I'm looking up now. We if should. there is a Night Court podcast. Yeah. All the good ones are done. Mm-hmm. No podcast found. There you go. There might be an opening for Night Court. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Watch this feed. <laughs> 
I doubt it. Mitch would do that on his own. I don't know enough about Narcot. Anyway, until tomorrow when until we come back. Until tomorrow, we're going to settle down. Are we? No, it's a little sober. Do oh, is it? Do you have a Christmas episode? I don't know. They had that sad music with the dog walking down the street. Yeah, that's what you're talking about, isn't mm-hmm. it? Almost as sad as the Incredible Hulk. But na, more na, so na, because na, it was a dog. Na, 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 na. I always felt depressed, that little hobo, every weekday mornings before school. And you go to work school depressed because that dog doesn't have a home. It's like, why don't you stay with all these families that you just help? They love you now. Why aren't you not staying? Why are you moving on? Because he couldn't be a hobo if he had one home. What? It would ruin the Why not the stay show? home? Why? Why keep moving? What was your agenda, dog? Seriously. <laughs> He had those weird eyes, the little hobo. Uh, he had those really blue eyes. But what was your agenda? Was it force? Was it being compelled by some other being? Is it like touched by an angel or highway to heaven where at least God's pushing these to help other people? No, this dog just fucks off after he helps somebody. Haven't you ever had a dog that just came to your no, house and helped you and walked no, away? No, I haven't. Oh, so maybe you don't live in a dog suburb. No. Hmm. Anyway. I have a problem with Liz Hobo. But thankfully, we're not doing the Liz Hobo. We're doing Night Court. So that's probably a nice place for us to wrap it up. Yeah. So tomorrow, we'll be back for another day. Yes. Another comedy. Well, they're all comedies. And hopefully. Except two bad girls. Some more laughs. laughs. And until then, thank you, Mitch. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. I just want to. I just want to.